Hello beautiful people and welcome back to the Excel Beyond Excellence podcast. I'm your girl Abigail, affluent Abby. <laughs> um, so today we are going to be discussing all things emergency funds. Now this is, this is something that is on my heart because it's something that I have tried, it's been tried, it's been tested, it works for me and it just makes life so much more easier and When we're looking in terms of like, you know, the pandemic that we are hopefully recovering from, the recession that we're in in the UK, um, it has taught us the importance of having an emergency fund because last year and this year has just been a year of the unexpected. And an emergency fund literally covers the things that are unexpected, that are spontaneous. So I'm not going to get ahead of myself. I'm going to, you know, go through things, you know, what is an emergency fund? um, What does it cover? and how you can set up your emergency fund. So if you're thinking of taking your savings and later your investment journey seriously, then the first step to look into is definitely starting a realistic emergency fund and not doing things loosely. Um, Because one thing that I've realized as well is that if you don't have an emergency fund, then you start dipping into your savings and it in essence, you know, brings you back because it begins to snowball and before you know it, you're back on zero again. So what is an emergency fund, you may ask? An emergency fund is a financial safety net for future mishaps and or unexpected expenses. And you definitely want to set this up sooner rather than later. So this is not putting, you know, loose change in an emergency fund, you know, five pounds here, 10 pounds there to cover a rainy day. No, Um, it is you know, it requires you being intentional and putting money aside. Uh, You know, it can be a big sum of money depending on the spectrum that you're on, whether you're working or you're not. Um, But putting a lump sum money away that you only touch in case of an emergency. So I find that people who don't have an emergency fund actually dip into their so-called savings much more easier when something unexpected happens Um, because, you know, they never accounted for it. They never budgeted for it, but it's something that they have to pay up. Um, And this is also um, the reason why people who don't have um, an emergency fund or a proper realistic emergency fund sometimes dip into debt or, you know, minus and, um, you know, start using credit cards frivolously because they don't have these measures in place. Now, I'm definitely not trying to be pessimistic and saying, you know, something bad is going to happen. That is not what I am saying, but uh, because the years have taught us you know, if anything, that the unexpected happens and it comes to challenge us. But we want to be ahead of the game. We want to be ahead so that when something challenging happens, we have measures in place that soften the blow. So what does an emergency fund cover? The emergency fund um, covers like, you know, a job loss, redundancy, you know, when all of a sudden you have been made redundant, Um, having money on the side so that you know it will be like a buffer for you to get a job that is you know a way you can use your emergency fund a lot of people have been furloughed or had been furloughed and you know you're only given you know 80% of your income and if you're someone who lives paycheck to paycheck on the 100% then that 20% is a big difference for you and then you have the emergency fund to um, cover certain things like bills and stuff like that 
Another way to use your emergency fund is having car issues. I, for one, um, definitely use my um, emergency fund for car issues. Um, as it stands, the heater in my car is not working and it's so annoying, especially in the winter days or the colder nights. <laughs> it's so annoying and um, if I didn't have the emergency fund, honestly, I would have to firm it. <laughs> and by the time I get to a particular destination, I am freezing the heck out. But because I have that emergency fund, I can go to the repairs. I can go to the mechanic and get my heaters fixed. Another thing is like your tires. Um, you know, you may all of a sudden go to your car early morning, you're going to work or you're going to uni and you realize you have a flat tire because you have an emergency fund. You can get a new tire and it's not costing you. It's not putting your savings, um, putting you behind your savings. Another thing is medical or dental emergencies. You may need to get a prescription because you're not feeling well and the doctor prescribes you something that you need to pay for. Um, sometimes it, it's not that cheap. Um, if you don't qualify for the benefits that they the benefits waivers another thing is maybe you know you have a toothache and you need to go to the dentist dentists are expensive especially if you're private so having these things in mind um also helps another thing is unexpected home repairs for example if you are a landlord um Maybe the boiler goes off. You're just renting, just thinking about like electrical appliances. Um, before you know it, your fridge is no longer working. Your freezer, it doesn't freeze things and you need to buy something else. Maybe you need to buy a new kettle, a toaster, something like that that is broken um, that you don't have to dip into, like I said, your savings. So you can cover that without any headaches and it softened the blows of inconvenience another thing is maybe unplanned travel expenses now I know of people that had to travel to a particular place for a reason and maybe they missed their flight and so they had to fork out you know hundreds of pounds to get a new ticket because it was an emergency they had to go or maybe their flights were cancelled and they had to get a different airline had to get a different train it things so many things happen when you are traveling so it's good to have you know um, a budget for it but I do want to say these are just a few things that I have mentioned I could go on and on but it's not limited to these things so you as a person needs to assess what kind of things you want your emergency fund to cover now this doesn't mean that if you want to go out with your friends and you don't have money because you've blown your you know going out budget that you dip into your emergency fund no that is not what the emergency fund is created for it's not to spend on things that you want it's mainly for things that need to be sorted out as soon as possible because it affects you in the way it may be in your day-to-day -day operations or it affects you in a particular way so these are just the things that I want to mention but it's not limited to these things so I do want to make that clear now you're probably asking okay cool Abigail how can I um, start creating this how can I start saving um, for my emergency fund so I have four easy steps one is to create a fund so this would be creating a separate account um, if you're with a bank that allows you to open you know another savings account um, this could I would recommend a high savings account but that is also easily accessible now I do know that in this particular time that the the saving rate the rate 
to save money is very low right now so it doesn't look appealing but I would still advise you to open one to just have money in it that is easily accessible so if you're someone that just you know yourself and you dip into um, accounts very easily when it's easy, um, easy saving account, then I would recommend maybe opening it with a different bank account so you don't necessarily see it when you go in your dashboard um, where you view your accounts and it may be tempting for you to take money out of that account. But yeah, step number one is to create an account for the fund. Step number two would be to calculate your monthly expenses. So this is um, like your direct debits, your standing orders, anything that comes out monthly that you do need to pay um, because otherwise you may get in trouble. Um, so these things are like direct debits. So maybe car insurance, your you know car finance, anything whatsoever that are needs. Okay, and then... Number three would be to calculate your monthly needs. So these are things that are not necessarily a, a direct debit or a standing order, but things that you definitely need to be covered. Um, so this could be your travel expenses. If you're someone who travels far out um, for work um, and maybe you spend £100 a month, maybe you spend £500 a month on travel. These are the things that you want to factor in. They're not necessarily a direct debit or a standing order, but it's a cost that you incur every month. So you calculate that as well and note down the figures. Then number four would be the time span. So if something was to happen, for example, you're been, you've been made redundant or you are on furlough or anything like that, um, you want to create a buffer. So this would be like a three to six months worth of needs and expenses. So you know that if you were to lose your job, you are good for at least three to six months in terms of your bills are paid um, and you're not in any defaults, you're not missing payments that will you know, have a detrimental effect on your um, credit score. So you are doing these things so that you will still be comfortable in terms of bills are paid whilst you look for another job or while you look for a better income. So once you calculate that time span of how much that will help you calculate um, how much you need, and then you can go ahead and put a plan in place where whether it's every month you're putting £100 in, £200 in that pot for you to reach that goal. So I would say that that needs to be set up as soon as possible. So maybe if it takes you three months to save that figure, then I would say that your focus needs to be on creating that emergency fund. So if it takes you three months to create that three to six months um, worth of money, then work on that for those three months so that you reach that figure. So let me just put a random figure in. So if my monthly expenses and needs total to 1500 yeah just to be simple then I know that for the next three months I need to save 500 pounds into my emergency fund so that I have 1500 by the end of month three for my emergency fund and then I can focus on anything else that I want to save for. So this will hopefully make you more confident with your savings and you'll be able to focus on the big goals that 
you have with lesser interruptions. Now, I know that saying these things and telling you to build an emergency fund is easier said than done, um, but you have to just keep trying. I mean, you may not get it right the first time. You may, you know, dip in here and there, but the best thing to do is build that discipline now, um, build the muscle of discipline with regards to your emergency fund. And once you master that, once you get the hang of it, then you can move on to saving for the bigger goals that you have ahead of you. So with that being said, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Leave a rating and a comment if you're listening to this episode on Apple Podcast um, and follow us on Instagram, EBE Project, or if you want to follow me on my personal page, AbbeyOx, which is spelled A-B-I-I-E-O-X. And I hope God blesses you to live an abundant and a meaningful life. Remember to excel beyond excellence.